It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour. This is America Out Loud talk radio, and Dr. Michael Scheuer and Colonel Mike will be your hosts for the next hour. Thank you for coming back on America Out Loud talk radio to listen to the National Security Hour. East Coast, 7 p.m., Monday to Friday. Today, Dr. Mike and I will have a few subjects to speak about. So let me bring my co-host in, Dr. Michael Shoya. Welcome back to the National Security Hour. Welcome back. Thank you very kindly. I'm glad to be here, Colonel. It's oh, great. It's a pleasure to work with you. Oh, it's been many years, and it's great working with you, Doc. So listen, <laughs> we, have so much, we have so much to talk about and so little time. So I just want to say, where would you like to start? And I would like you to bang out that first segment. Well, I, I, I'd like to spend a couple of minutes, at least, on a piece that you sent me during the week, which I had not seen before. It was published in Newsweek, of all places, in, uh, in May of 2021. And the article was called Exclusive, Inside the Military Secret Undercover Army by a guy named Bill William M. Arkin, A-R-K-I-N. And it's a discussion of a 60,000-man person force now that the Pentagon has built supposedly to operate against enemies abroad. And there, there are soft special forces officers in it, or, or special officers, soldiers, um, uh, contractors, and and other sorts of people, all now employees of the government. And I think our military is supposed to be 1.4 uh, million at the moment. So these 60,000 must be off the books or we don't have a defense system at all. But in any event, uh, the program is, according to Mr. Arkin, is called Signature reduction. And it's a plan to hide the identities of these 60,000 people and let them operate uh, outside the United States, supposedly, uh, without being able to be detected. They have means of uh, uh, putting uh, new fingerprints on people. They have a team that uh, juggles uh, identities and changes databases of births, deaths, uh, credit card numbers, uh, 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 birthdays. It, 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 it's, it's an amazing situation. And what caught my eye about it was it's, uh, it never doesn't say, it, what it says is there is no congressional oversight of these people, that there's no one watching the people who are involved in this. And there's no reason that these people can't be used, 60,000 of them, inside the United States. And especially, I think you have to wonder what's going on when we've, we're living through a period now when uh, we're watching our food processing facilities blow up, trains being derailed, uh, riots in the city, 
un, you know, unchecked uh, immigration. And you almost have to wonder if this group was not uh, built in the, apparently just after the uh, Biden became president uh, to oh, conduct operations within within the United States. Uh, you know, it's it's a funny business uh, about uh, U.S. special forces. They're supposed to be the best in the world, and they're certainly uh, treated as if they are the top of the lot in terms of military activity. But of course, they can't win a war. They, they've never won a war. They're not really, except uh, they don't tell the American people, they're not, they're not war winners. It's like the CIA's covert service. They're, they're on, they're on a, a status of a helper to the main military uh, power of the United States. They do great things, you can do great things, ranging from assassinations of the enemy to blowing up uh, hydroelectric plants if you need that, or, or uh, you know, all kinds of nefarious activities uh, as we used or the British used it very well against the Germans in uh, World War II. So it's, a, it, it, it's just a timely reminder of there may be sources out there within the military um, community that are being used as really the, the special forces of Biden, not the special forces of the United States, to, to take out uh, facilities he wants, to, or the globalists wants to take out, not only around the world, but inside the United States, for example, to promote hunger by doing the, the, the um, uh, processing facilities or to get foreign elements like the Chinese, the Iranians, and the Russians over the border and help them set up uh, places in the United States from which to operate against us. So it's a, I think it's a thing worth reading. It's very detailed, and Arkin has a long history of providing, he's a lefty, but he provides very interesting information about um, how the military works and what we see and what we can't see. And it, it really was a revealing article. So I, I just I just wanted to raise that uh, on the possibility that, that those who are um, opposing Biden and and uh, Austin and the rest of the, the people who so obviously hate America um, to, to keep to keep that in mind about this 60,000 person force. Well, I want to add to that, Dr. Mike, because, listen, I believe that the, the Green Beret Special Forces, Navy SEALs, they're great. They could win a war. They're just not they're allowed to win wars because then you can't you can't continue to have that 980 billion renovated every year refreshed or have defense contractors, which gets a big bite of that 980 billion dollars, too. So you say, OK, go in, look good, be advisor, you know, act like Green Berets, you know, do some Navy SEAL work, you know, and then we can you know, off the money to Rand or GD or Northrum, whoever we have to do that with, you know? So I believe the special forces, their hands are tied. It isn't like years ago, even the covert guys on the agency side, they're tied to a certain respect. Now, I want to add to that, Dr. Mike, because you juggle my brain. See that magic number. And if you take that magic number and you have what's coming over the border, and let's say there's another 60 or 70,000, right? Let's say like a brown shirt operation where they have these these guys from Afghanistan or whatever in these military bases now park, right? 
And these would be the Blackwater slash Foreign Legion, American Foreign Legion kind of guys who would be doing internal damage, which is what OSS did back in the old days, right? NCIA covert operations. And then you could say, well, we don't know where it came from. It could be some of those illegals. It could be some of the immigrants. It could be, it could be. But then you could also say it's MAGA. See, it's MAGA. The Trump people are upset. You know, the Trump people are this, just like the J6, right? You could say, well, oh, the MAGAs are reacting. The Proud Boys or whoever it may be, you know, um, the Oak Ridge Boys, they may want to sing some country music while they're doing it. You never know. You know what I'm saying? So um, this is the problem. We don't know where the brown shirts are. We know they're here somewhere. We know they're being operated somehow through this government, Biden and Obama and, you know, all the rest of them. But this is an alert to the American people. Okay. We got these guys on the basis. They're all fighting young age. And you know what? Nothing like a little internal chaos, Mike. You know how that works in foreign sure. government. Victoria Nuland, she overthrew the Ukraine with the Orange Revolution. And you could do it here and then just blame anybody you want. Now, here's a funny one. Not a funny one. I'm sorry. Here's one that's close to home, Mike. Just a day or so ago in Frederick, Maryland, right outside the Beltway. An oil tanker or something blew right up, blew right up on a main road, blew up the cars, blew up things all over the place. And they say, well, you know, this happened over here and uh, it's just a little bit close just to get everybody. It's more like a covid uh, nervousness. You know, it's the covid psychosis. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Another another tanker blew up. Now, here's the thing. Remember when we were doing the pipelines during Trump's time, they want to do pipelines. The reason we couldn't do the pipelines was, well, it's ecology and the green energy and, you know, global warming. But you know why? Because, you know, Buffett's trains run the oil. And when Buffett's yeah. trains run the oil, Buffett pays. Hey, don't be late. You know what I'm saying? So uh, this is big problems for America. I now, think also, so I think coming up in the next segment, we'll discuss something that I found out today about the... Uh, J6 Tucker Carlson thing, which should alert everybody again, like everybody's happy. Okay, okay, Tucker's got it. Why don't we have it? And we don't have it. And Tucker's got it. But there's something to say about that. Good. Also, we're going to talk about CPAC. Now, that's not a national security issue, but it's a very big issue. Because people for years have not noticed the CPAC or the sea of change, let's say at CPAC. You know what I mean? And this is really, really important because all the glad handers were there, the media whores were there, media row, okay? And uh, they, some of these guys can't get out of the suit. It's like uh, they're in the seat like crazy glue. They're stuck on the seat. They don't move. They don't let anybody sit there. You know, they, they want to be on every show and you got all the media things going on. And there's a lot of little things going on at CPAC that they didn't tell you was going on. And we had... Uh, Magic Mike was there, you know, Corndog Mike from the Midwest. He was yeah. there. And I got, I got some I got some news on there because I overheard something when I was there. And uh, not too enticing, to be honest with you. I think it's another book or another movie. Something's going to come out of this for sure. OK, yeah. something's going to come out of it for sure. Uh, what? I don't know. But again, like the Beatles say, Lucy in the sky with diamonds. OK, so and as you are well known. When you go on other shows, they say, oh, when Dr. Michael Shoya comes on, he drops those Intel diamonds and he just gave us another Intel diamond today. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, you know, I don't know, uh, Colonel, to, to be fair, I don't know if it's uh, a diamond or not. It, it could be a piece that was published to make Americans distrustful of each other. Could be that. They stress in the article that a lot of these people are uh, planted into into private sector jobs. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know what to think, but I, 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 I'm kind of striving around to find out why our country is being blown up, poisoned, and and generally made a mess of, and no FBI people or police people are chasing the perpetrators. And we've been watching this since the summer of love back there in, uh, what was it, 2021, 2020? Mm-hmm. I can't remember really. But Yeah, it's already a couple of years gone by. And just in the last mm-hmm. two weeks, all these intel drops of, yeah, well, it wasn't really true, but it was true, but it wasn't true. And yeah, the jab didn't work and it did work. And now they're coming out and saying, well, you know, we're sorry you took the three jabs because, you know, the mask didn't even work and this don't work. And anyway, we want to let you know our stocks are really doing well in our 401k. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think that uh, the point you made, though, is very important. The, the special forces of the United States are very well trained and are very uh, extraordinarily brave. I really do doubt, though, that they could win a war by themselves, but that's kind of neither here nor there. They haven't yet. Mm-hmm. But they take great pride in training. Right. And they've trained over the past, uh, you know, two, 25 years. Um, they've trained uh, Yemenis, Syrians, uh, Afghans, Iraqis, um, Pakistanis, all kinds of people, Libyans. Uh, and when the, things got hot in those countries, when we finally l- were losing, uh, they, the, the special forces of those countries were, those, were their boys. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many from, we've got over 200,000 Afghans. I don't know how many Somalis, Libyans, and other people who they trained were evacuated to save them, supposedly, who are now in the country. And I think we have to worry about that. Because Absolutely. Even without the, the, the paper I talked about uh, just previously, it's very clear that the military is not on the side of the United States uh, or on the side of the American people. And they're willing, along with the Democrats, to impose whatever pain is necessary to get their way. So these people who are hanging around, as you said, the Afghans and others around American military bases, we, we don't know what they're up to. Nope. And it's a very, it's a very discouraging uh, situation for us. And they're not looking for jobs at Lowe's and Home Depot. We know nope. that because we don't see them there. They, they, they certainly are not. They're well paid. They're well taken care of. All right. We're coming down to the last minute. And then we're going to go to commercial. And then we're going to come back for segment two on the National Security Hour. America Out Loud Talk Radio on the National Security Hour. Your Honor, with Dr. Michael Scheuer and Colonel Mike. Happy to be back with you. We like that you tuned in. Hey, we like that you tuned in. We got five days a week on the National Security Hour. And this is where you want to be. Be here or be nowhere. This is not fake news. This is not commercial radio. This is not, hey, buy this, buy that. This is telling you what we know. Military and intel experts. We're going to go to commercial. We'll be back on the other side. go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. 
Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. Well, we know you because we are you. AmericaOutloud.com. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to the National Security Hour, America Out Loud Talk Radio. You're on with Dr. Michael Scheuer and Colonel Mike, and we're on 7 o'clock, five days a week. And we just dropped a few gems, and we're going to go to segment two right now. We're glad you're tuning in. We're all around the globe, iHeartRadio. You can get us on almost all the platforms. We'll be live, and then we go up on podcasts. Don't forget, tune in, 7 o'clock, five days a week. The National Security Hour. You come here because you get the real news. This is where you have experience and news. We don't read. We don't just read these uh, aggregated news sites and pick a, pick and choose. You know, hey, here's the vax, here's that. We're telling you facts. Mike, how would you like to start the second segment uh, of today's show? I would just like to make one more comment on uh, special forces that I personally experienced, and that was in uh, 19... 19- Oh, from 1996 to 2000, to, to 2000, I would say. And whenever we wanted, we, the agency, whenever we had located Osama bin Laden uh, and go, went to the military, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff would uh, refuse to use any of his special forces to kill Osama bin Laden, say in 96, 97, 98, 99, because he would say, well, those guys trade, uh, train on jungle gyms and other gymnastic equipment. I'm not going to w- waste any of my people uh, on, on going after them. They're no threat to the United States. He'd, he'd even say it to president Clinton and Clinton would ask him, can't we end this thing? And, uh, I think eventually Clinton would have backed out, but they were not willing to risk. They, he said he doesn't want to waste their lives. What they're not willing to risk is the reputation. And they're really, their reputation, they were the guys who used Petraeus as the, the, whoa, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel in Iraq and at the end of the tunnel in uh, uh, Afghanistan. 
and both of them collapsed like a, like a, what do they say a wet suit. Um, it's it's a and it's important to for Americans to know that because everything that's happened to the United States in terms of lost war and movement toward globalism was was predicated. The Patriot Act was predicated on the uh, operations uh, that occurred on the on uh, November or September 11th. Yes. And the only reason those occurred, uh, and they're raising questions about whether bin Laden did it or not, and I'm not going to get into that at the moment, but had bin, bin Laden been a dead turkey, and we could have killed him any time after about uh, May of 1997, uh, there would have not been the chance for Bush and Cheney to turn this turn the key on this war everywhere and and the, the the new world order and all of that kind of stuff. So the failure of the Pentagon, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, to author, authorize the expenditure of uh, you know what it would what would it take to kill uh, Bin Laden with a 50, 50 millimeter or 50, yeah uh, uh, fifty caliber rather uh, sniper rifle, you know maybe eight or ten bucks worth of cartridges. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they wouldn't do it. And I've often wondered why, but this fix we're in now makes me think that the military has been corrupted for a long time at the highest levels. Well, Mike, I couldn't agree more with you because you were there, you know, on the ground doing the things back with the agency when I was in Asia. And I can tell you back then, uh, we not only just got the Patriot Act, we got the NDAA, which is still enforced. Yep. Right. And uh, the NDAA. And then again, we're in these wars, but they never sign off on the war, which is another one. It's another end kind of acronym thing where Congress has to sign off for the president to go to war. And they it's like a sidebar. Well, we could do it this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we'll just like what we're doing right now with Ukraine. We're supporting Ukraine and saying, well, you know, we have to help this democracy. We know damn well there's no, no help in the democracy. No. We overthrew an elected government. We wanted to get the last piece of that deal. And I think, you know, looking at what I saw last, oh, this is something I want to bring up too. What I saw last week at, uh, when I was there at CPAC, and I was there, by the way, um, saw some old friends, you know, it's not like it used to be. It's probably, it's just like 20% of what it was, 25%. You know, it's glad handing and media who was hanging around kind of thing. Um, and the speakers are okay, you know, and it's rah, rah, the, the rally stuff. They, are, they all went there for Trump, nobody else couple of speakers. And uh, what I saw really uh, took me back. I didn't tell you this, Dr. Mike, the other day, but Hungary, the country Hungary from the EU was the only one that actually took a booth there and had information like a conservative uh, government of Hungary uh, rented a booth there. And the Japanese conservative party had a booth. Now the Japanese had small amount of information, but Hungary came loaded with bear. I mean, they had books on top of books and I'm, I'm talking to the lady and she says, well, you know, I'm here. We're in the same position. They want us to go LBGTQ. They want this. They want us to, you know, rape our kids kind of thing. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, it was only one lady manning the booth. Very, oh, my gosh, exquisitely beautiful lady. OK. And, you know, everybody was all around that table. And it was like, wow, hungry's here. Now, Mike, you know, how many times have you spoken about NATO? And the European countries. Now we do have. Listen, let's be straight up. 
We have listeners in Checo. We have listeners in Hungary. We have listeners in Poland, people around the globe that love the two mic guys. Okay. Now I'm going to say something. That was, a, that was the only country that showed up, which tells me, like it tells you, everybody's on the other side of the fence with the Democrats because the money's open in the bag and you just keep dropping money in the bag to NATO guys. Right. right. And that's how those countries operate. And, uh, you know, I was kind of, and they were, they're not into this Ukrainian thing. They're not into fighting Russia, you know, or bands like the Trump of, uh, Hungary, you know, and I spoke to this Japanese gentleman and I said, how come it's only two of you guys? Where's 10 of you guys? And he said, the costs are very high to fly here, take a hotel, $5,000 for a table, which is about six foot wide and two feet, you know, deep. And you get a little booth with a little curtain, right? And I, I just think, and the mom and pop businesses I visited, many nice ladies there and many nice businesses, you know, small mom and pop shops, they were like raving, like, wow, we got to spend all this money. It wasn't worth more than 1500 to two grand to rent the thing by the time you get here. So the problem with the Schlapp guys and CPAC and the American Conservative Union is they're taking advantage of what you should be representing, which is small business. Small business comes there because that's who you're supposed to be supporting, right? Independent business, small business. But we know their establishment, they're into the corporate. Now, listen, if you're a think tank, or your corporate, right, Mike, you could afford 15, 20 grand, you could take a bigger booth, you could do whatever, right? And because you're getting donor money, you know, so when these guys like Schlapp and his wife get on, you know, American Conservative Union, they get on a plane, they fly all around the globe, whatever they do, you know, it doesn't matter, it ain't their money, right? So they're, they're charging these people five grand a pop. Now I'm going to tell you, I must have been, oh boy, oh, so many years. I guess I went to 28 of these over the years, Mike. Haven't been there in the last few years, but I mean, I went about probably about 28 CPACs. Okay. And I don't ever recall that was the price of a booth, nor do I recall the small amount of exhibitors. Normally it's three times the size of the room that it was in. It's just yeah. unbelievably big. And you get people from around the globe, you know, selling everything, you know, all around America too. And I said to myself, why are they doing this to these people? You know, the ticket for three days is a $300 ticket. You know, you got to pay 300 bucks. Then you got to get the hotel. You got to get the plane. You got to eat the food, right? All, and I'm like, how much do they, they, they these small people, mom and pops? Now, years ago, we used to have lots of college kids come in on the buses and, you know, universities and young American, young conservative, young Americans and all this. All these groups used to come, you know, to see the, the speakers. But it, it was kind of uh, dreary. And okay, I understand this guy's got a little bit of an issue. He wasn't going to be there. You know, that's, listen, it's an allegation. I don't accuse anybody until you've proven guilty. It's not like, you know, right now the American system is you're guilty until you've proven innocent, right? So, you know, I don't hold them. If you're a patriot, that's, that's correct. Yeah, I mean, I don't hold anything against that for that. But, you know, you had people there. Then you had, uh, you had the, uh, the people that were trying to say they were something, but they weren't that, you know, like. They came and they said, oh, I'm the free this guy. And, you know, Mike, you and I have been around fakes all our life, right? And uh, I said, oh, boy, that smells bad. <laughs> you know, and I, I busted that one out in a minute. And then Magic Mike was in the crowd. Magic Mike, well, I'll tell you, Mike Mullendell is unbelievable. He's a showman. Cameras everywhere. This was like, uh, I don't know, Marlon Brando or something. You know, he's got the cameras all over people chasing him up against the this backdrop, that backdrop. And a guy throws a lug on him and says, hey, when are you going to release the information, Mike? 
You got all this information. We know who gave you the information. I guess they're talking about a few people that have been on our shows. And uh, the next thing you know, he's like, well, in two days, Saturday, I'm going to make the drop. I'm going to, yeah, I'm waiting for things. I'm waiting for something from China. As soon as I get, I'm like, wait a minute, this guy's got all this information. How long now? I'm growing gray hair from this waiting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he, yesterday comes, he don't even make a drop. He don't even drop. Even Elon Musk is faster than him. All right. I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? So now I'm thinking to myself, Colonel Mike, who's no fool, as you know, Dr. Mike, and you aren't either. What's up with this guy? Is this the clown car? Is this make another movie? Is this make more money? Is this raise some more fun? You know, we've had that in 2020. Remember 2020? Everybody, hey, let's get happy. Right. And everybody raised the money, get the lawyers and nobody showed up in court. And, and then the courts threw you out. So I'm thinking, does he really have the goods? He said he had the goods. We heard he had the goods. People said he has the goods, but he didn't make the drop on Saturday. So I got to give the, the honk for Mike Lindell. Ah! So he gets the honk. He gets the gong show today. All right. Mike Lindell did not deliver the drop on Saturday. Sorry. Next case. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I found interesting, one of the things I found interesting, interesting about the CPAC is it was they Trump crushed DeSantis. Yes. And, in, 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 you know, everything the Democrats do, including the 2022 election or interim or what do they call it? Off your election. Everything they do is meant to trip up Trump and to stop him from running. And I'm afraid, in my own mind, that DeSantis is, quite, is acquiring a long list of things that make it look like he might be the chosen, uh, Democrat-chosen Republican to try to stop Trump. You know, first of all, he's an Ivy Leaguer. I think Yale. I think he went to Navy, too, Navy Academy, Mike. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, he won the bastion of democracy or the Democrats in uh, um, uh, Florida, Florida, Dade County. Mm -hmm. And it's obvious that the Democrats with the, with the uh, vote rigging operation they have around the country could have done something to, to stop. Well, that. Lindell mentioned that. Lindell mentioned that at CPAC. He said that was one of the only places where there wasn't any yeah. cyber. They were, it was, it was hands free it for the Democrats. And so they wanted him to have, it seems to me, they wanted him to have an aura of uh, being able to carry the day. Next, we learned this week that, uh, uh, Merrick Garland called him and told him uh, a day before or the day of the FBI raid uh, at Mar-a-Lago. And uh, uh, the, uh, Governor DeSantis didn't say a word to Trump about it, didn't warn him, didn't do anything. Wow. And, I didn't even know that, Mike. Yeah. You're so yeah. good. And, um, you know, uh, CPAC too. He didn't go to CPAC. Why? Because because he he knew he was going to be crushed. Wow. And That's and uh, I heard that he stayed in Florida and said he had to go to a meeting, which was a meeting of glo of globalist oriented. No, there was a there was something down there in the Palm Spring area. I think uh, Palm. I'm sorry, Palm Beach area, which was it's it was uh, something that tax another kind of a think tank to have a. Oh, thing. I see. 
oh, that see. didn't like Trump, so they had DeSantis and the other guy show up. Well, um, that's, you know, that's, uh, I don't know. I don't trust him. It is citizens against waste or citizens against whatever or citizens for whatever. It was another deal. But here's the thing I heard, too, um, that Tucker supposedly had X amount of hours of this J6 stuff from McCarthy. And a lot of people at that CPAC were buzzy about, well, where's the rest of the hours? Yes. And what did he cherry pick the hours because he's really a Paul Ryan in another suit? Or he's a Lindsey Graham in another tie, or he's another one of those, or another one of these. So we don't know. And why didn't all the press get it? Look, you got to let all the, hey, listen, you're going to let one guy get it. It's great. Tucker's good. He's doing a nice job. Nice. Thank you very much. But you know what? You got other guys like us. You got, you got Colonel Mike, Dr. Mike. You got other shows. You got National Security Hour. Drop it on us. We'll put it out there. We'll get the sound bites. We got some produce. We, by the way, we have one of the best producers, our guy Fadi. Boom, one, two, three. We get it up. We don't have to lag. There's no lagging time. There's no bragging rights. We don't say, "Hey, got the big studio, nine hundred fifty million people listen to us." No, no, no. We don't have that. We just go right with the flow because we are Doctor Mike and Colonel Mike. So I'm just saying we could get the info. We could do the drop on it. We, we can get other people to come on the show and talk about these tapes, but we're, it's, a, it's a pick and choose. Now, Elon Musk wouldn't do that. He'd just throw it right out there. Boom. It's like a bowling pin. Knock them all down. Get a strike for a shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just amazing. We're coming up on the next uh, two minutes. We're going to be going to the next break for the last and final segment. You're on America Out Loud Talk Radio, the National Security Hour, military and intel experts. And, you know, Mike knows and I know there's a difference between an expert and an expert. An expert is the guy you see on Sesame Street, Bert and Ernie. They're on there every day for the kids. We're the experts because that's why you're dialing into the America Out Loud radio talk network with iHeartRadio. Okay, we're not telling. We just got the experience. Mike, how many years we got together? If you combine our years of experience, how many years is that, Mike? 14 years. Oh, I don't know. No, I'm talking about background. 50 years, background. probably. How many? Probably 50 years. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not yeah. talking about four or five years and you know, 14 years media or whatever. I'm talking, well, we're doing podcasts in 14. No, I think a good definition for an expert is someone who worked at something for a long time and realizes that he is not the be all and end all of what he covered. He knows what he knows and what he experienced, but there's so much hidden out there from everybody. When I ran operations against Osama bin Laden, there were other things going on that I never knew about. And I was in the same building. I was a floor down from the other operations. So right. I, I don't think experts should be should be uh, uh, glorified in any way, except in the sense that he should be accepted if what he said All right. is Full true. disclosure, full disclosure from Dr. Michael Scheuer. And we never worked together years ago. How's that? We met many years later over a cup of coffee. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Coming up, here you go. We're going to go to break. We'll be back for the last and final segment. You're on with Dr. Michael Scheuer, Colonel Mike, America Out Loud, National Security Hour, 7 p.m., Monday to Friday.
trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan. A plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure. A plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website icsc-climate.com AmericaOutloud.com If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. You're back on America Out Loud Talk Radio, National Security Hour with Dr. Michael Scheuer and Colonel Mike for the final segment. Don't forget, Monday to Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And I think we changed the clock soon. So you're going to get a little bit lighter outside when you get on here on the east side, eastern side. Dr. Mike, welcome back again. Thank you, sir. Looks like summer here, but it was 25 when we got up to go to mass this morning. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you something. We had frost on the car. Frosty well, we had snow frost uh, the whole lawn was frosted over this morning. Yeah, too. we had frosty the snowman and then we went to 72 degrees. So I didn't know what to do. So I had, <laughs> I had the double layer and now I'm in my bathing suits uh, in the studio taking a suntan while we're having our show. Uh, but anyhow, let's get back to business here on the National Security Hour. That's it. Every day, 
Monday to Friday, military and intel experts. Uh, one of our uh, compatriots, uh, Ed Huglin, who wrote a beautiful column on his last show. Eddie, we're giving you the shout out. It's official. We're giving you the shout out. It was a great article. We also want to compliment General McInerney and Paul. They're doing a great job on their show. And listen, you got Huglin, you got Paul, you got McInerney, you got Mary Fanning. Monday to Friday, seven o'clock, just adjust the dial. American Out Loud, talk radio. Don't forget the National Security Hour. And then what you want to do is if you miss it, you go right to the podcast and then you catch up on the latest and the greatest. So getting back to these uh, these border raiders, as I would call them, Mike, I don't know. Um, things are going to get hot for Joe coming up soon. Again, we hear this mystery thing about here comes a lap. Oh, here's the best one I saw. You talk about a curved ball. They said Joe went and uh, got a hawk. He's doing a second loan on one of his Delaware mansions. He wants to get a $235,000 equity line. I almost, excuse me, wet my pants. Like this guy's got millions and millions and millions, and he's worried about a $235 second. What is he trying to say? He's poor? What well, was the only that? He has there says Bank of Beijing on them. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't want to use his own check. Yeah, I know. And he just got back from laundromat. He went to Kiev to make sure the clearance was there, you know, <laughs> and then to boot, to boot. Let me ask you a question. When did we ever send in our history a Treasury secretary to a country to guarantee payment? When did that happen? Please help me. Anybody, please email us, call us. Treasury secretary shows up. And by the way, this lady. You know who she looks like, right? The old school principal. Uh, which way did they go, George? I mean, come on. You look at her. This is this is a train wreck going to the Ukraine. To So is it everybody's getting to check, Mike? How does this work? This is like what they call like uh, round tripping the money. Send it there. Come back, you know, laundromat. You know what I'm saying? I think that's exactly right. You know, and Yellen, Yellen, of course, hasn't been right about anything in her life either. She's got that in common with Biden. And uh, it's 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 funny to watch. It's funny that the American people have just gotten sharpened pitchforks and torches and really laid it on to these people for giving their money away. And and millions and hundreds of millions and tens. of. And then he wakes up in the middle of the night. I need another hundred million dollars. You got all these issues now here. I want to say to our friends in Ohio, because they're close to where we are. They're neighbors. They're American citizens. They're patriots. Why aren't you telling the congressmen and the senators, you're done, you're cooked, resign now? I actually heard that two congressmen went to go visit the people in Ohio. They actually got off their ass in Congress to go there and visit the people. Imagine that. And why aren't you just telling them you're done? Resign, man. We'll, we'll put a fill in. I mean, these people took a hit and it took how long for them to go there and visit the people? Are you kidding me? Now, another laughable moment in American history this week, Tim Kaine, who you all know as the guy who ran with Hillary and they both lost, not just one, but they both lost. And he was a former mayor of Richmond, Virginia, where Mike and I used to reside. And he was also uh, a governor of Richmond, Virginia, when we were residing there. And now he's a uh, tenured senator. They don't leave, you know, in Virginia, they stay as long as you want. Like, like fake John Warner, the guy who had the Russian hoax. I like, I like to think of him as Hillary's lackey. Yeah, Hillary's lackey. So he gets on TV and he says, listen to this. You talk about trying to be nice to the military. OK, 
Well, we're going to get this bill in here now where uh, we get some priorities that the uh, corporations got to start hiring some of the uh, some of the uh, wives and family members of those in the active military. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I, I don't know. When I woke up, I thought I was in another time zone. I said, you're just coming out with this now. This is a, this is something you want to introduce now. You mean to tell me that they didn't go to the front of the line like my, our generation, Mike? Remember Vietnam generation? You went to the front of the line when yeah. you was active or you served in Vietnam. You came home, you went to the front of the line, you got a job in the utilities, bus driver, whatever, you know, train, conductor, uh, gas, electric, you know, whatever. You had priority. These guys are active duty. Their wives are on food stamps, snap cards, whatever. And uh, now they want to help them make some money. Yeah. Well, you got people coming over the border collecting three to five thousand dollars a month who never had a do- uh, never put a dollar into the system and never were active duty. So this guy, clown car, clown car, Tim Kane is on TV. They said, well, you know, we got to do something about this. Uh, these people have gall beyond. Com- I mean, just unbelievable gall to look you in the face like they're doing something for you. Well, with, with in this case, too, you know. It's all talk because it won't happen because right. the companies aren't going to hire people who, for the most part, are Christians, right? <laughs> uh, aren't ardent supporters of sexual depravity, and and still believe in the Constitution. So it's all it's all a farce on the part of uh, a man who who licked uh, Hillary's behind. It's uh, and, and and remember years ago he was the governor when it was all about. Hey, we need more H-1B workers. We can't get these kids out of school fast enough to do coding. No, you did. You never wanted to train the American kids in elementary school like the Indians do, or in junior high school, middle school like the Indians do, or in high school like the Indians do. And then you said, well, they weren't, you know, they, they weren't capable of pressing a keyboard. What? What are you talking about, Tim? No, uh, we'll, we'll bring in H-1B. By the way, when we bring the H-1Bs in, we're going to save money, too. Well, if you ever look, ladies and gentlemen, at what the H-1B guys make, <laughs> they make the same money in America makes. You're not if it's forty dollars an hour, they're going to charge you thirty-eight. You're not you're not saving any money. Two bucks ain't nothing. But here's the downside of that, Mike. You know that when they bring them in, who comes with them? The husband and the wife, and then the mother-in-law and the father-in-law, and then the kids. And now you go from two to four to six to seven, right? And there you go. You didn't save no money. Cost you more money. And what you did is you created a whole new community of uh, people that are waiting for a green card. And the Treasury Department, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac are happy to do that. Wait five years, we'll get you a green card. And then you can go work for somebody else in America. And you you enlarge the Democrat voting base. And that's exactly what it comes down to. And But you, you enlarge it. Here's the best part. You enlarge it with people that are already coming from a social Marxist communist country. Yeah. Right. Social Marxist communist. Three points there. Right. Com- because what is India? Now you'll hear things that like, well, India is a, a, one of the oldest democracies. Uh, hello. 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 Who are we talking to? Me or you? Who are you no. talking to? <laughs> that, that is a great point that cannot be repeated enough. That Thank you, Mike. there is no reason on this earth that the United States of America should be looked at or want to be the protector of democracy. Democracy is, 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 look at what ours is. We do the same things now that we've criticized for years overseas. But the idea that 
somehow we're endangered if the Netherlands becomes a place where they worship rocks and fertilizer. Right. (laughs) And and vote, you know, with dead babies or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, you know, that's an idiocy. And and the argument, you always get the argument out of the, the democratic mongers, democracy mongers, that, oh, well, democracies don't fight each other. Uh, or or republics don't fight each other and and i used to kid people i said you know if you believe this take a look at america from 1861 to 1865 there's a a horrible war between the two greatest democracies and republican smaller republican governments on earth the idea that we need we're either going to save democracy or be a Wilsonian and, and make sure that it's safe to be a democracy around the world is insane. <laughs> to, 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 to go to, for any reason to go to Ukraine is insane, but to go there to create a democracy is only by lead-headed ideologues or people who are just thieves to the bone. That's all that is. And, and seize an opportunity to make enormous amount of uh, money or grift, as a friend of mine would say, and uh, bring it back to the United States once it's been laundered. Yeah. The, the democracy mongering will kill us. It is killing us. Mm-hmm. Well, here's uh, talking about the only democracy in the Middle East. We haven't spoke about them in a while. They have a, a little uproar going on in that country. They're ready for the 1861-65 episode. Right now, they're looking to kill each other over the Palestinian thing. And uh, the, the, the Israeli Jews are just saying enough is enough. You can't do this. See, but they jabbed everybody already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they, they, this is the Eichmann program that they had going on. Everybody's got to get a, a little bit of the Pfizer or whatever it is, the Moderna. And now the people are going wild, right? And they're like, hey, wait a minute. So this, there could be a civil war breakout at any moment at the only democracy in the Middle East. Again, quotation marks. And I'll tell you, Mike will tell you, Mike, who coined that one, Mike? Me. <laughs> the only democracy in the Middle East, right? We always hear the only democracy in the Middle East. By the way, remember you were talking about what we used to do in World War II with the OSS and the, you know, the hit and runs and, you know, the yeah. M- the Brits and the Americans used to do that, you know, go in there and do destruction. There was a government or pre-government of Israel, the present day Israel. They used to, they had a, the initial started with a Z. What was the name of that group? Started with a Z? Um, I don't remember, Colonel. Zionists. Zionists. They went out. They don't, yeah, remember the Zionists? Oh, they, let me tell you something. Those guys were good in their day. Ooh, they made they made the OSS look like pikers. You they know, what I'm that big, big British hotel. Remember? Yep, yep. And uh, and they they don't never do, they never apologize. They said, hey, yeah. well, you know, we'll do whatever we have to do. Well, they had Democrat Netanyahu said he would allow his his whole country, the whole population, to become biggie. Uh, what do you say, guinea pigs? Yeah, for testing. Uh, uh, vaccines. Yeah, he don't mind. No, and, no, that, that's a great ally. Don't you want to keep that kind of democracy? Oh, yeah. The only demo- that's the only democracy in the Middle East. Remember, we always say that. Oh, the only democracy. And if you believe that, Bozo the Clown's coming in tomorrow on a B-52. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, balloons over America. Do we have any more balloon reports before we sign off today? Any more no, balloons? I don't, I, I, no, but I got a, one last fool report. Here's- okay, before you go, I just want to say to everybody, okay. in case you didn't watch the movie Around the World in 80 Days with David Niven, it's a great movie. Rent it wherever you can find it. 
because that's what we had. We had the David Nivid program. Go ahead, Dip. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I read this week that uh, the governor of California has signed a, a new law where they're going to import Asians to become policemen in California. Mm-hmm. And they're also going to give policemen's jobs to illegal aliens. Oh, you need those. Those are good ones. Yeah. yeah. Now, all that does is what the J6 people in jail are experiencing from the Nigerians and other Africans, uh, major cities have imported to beat the hell out of prisoners in, in the, uh, in the jails. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Newsom is, is just another little Adolf uh, kicking around and showing his might and, and really betraying everything that, that America is about. He's a, mm-hmm. uh, somebody was saying he's going to be vice president and, and, uh, Mrs. Obama is going to be the presidential candidate. Was that Mike? Was that Mike Netter that told us that from LA? It might have been. It might have been him. Somebody was saying it, but I think uh-huh. if if uh, they were elected, Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Obama would come on a probably a, some kind of a disabling illness before long, so Newsom could be president. But it's it's uh, it's this this has got to stop, Colonel, before we get to the point, and maybe we're already there. Who knows? I think we're there. And it can't be recovered. No, I think we're there. It's very hard. You see, uh, I, I watch these these people who park these large SUVs and pickups and have the Trump flag and the American flag and, you know, all these things. And, you know, you could see they can't put their phone down, their tablet. Um, I'm going to give a report the next, next show we do on children, behavioral problems. I think we need asylums now for a lot of these kids in schools beaten on teachers in America and then teachers, you know, they're getting black and blue, maybe stabbed, you know, just it's what's going on is just ridiculous. We didn't even get into the, the defamation of the student loan program today that they may, whether they do or not, you know, listen, here's the thing. Tell your tenured professor, you know what? (laughs) Forget the student loan. It's three years. You work for free. See if they like that. Okay. See if they like that. You know, Mike is a former professor at a major Poison Ivy League uh, university in Washington, very well known. Back in the day, it was known as Georgetown University. It still is called, but it's not the real Georgetown. It's like, you know, just it's a sliver of what the crazy Jesuits running it now. Yeah. These the the Jesuits out there now. I don't know. What would you call them, Mike? What what kind of crazies? Fairies. (laughs) Oh, fairy. Very Jesuits. Yes, very Jesuits. That's what they're uh, they're exporting out of that. Uh, what was it? What was the guy that started that program? Ignatius was that his name? Yes, Ignatius yeah. Loyola. Yeah, I, and yeah. I have to admit, for for uh, honesty's sake, I was uh, educated by Jesuits for almost twelve years. And well, that was in the good uh, old days. They they were they were tough characters, and they you know there was no um, there was no fooling with them. One day they'd see you in the hall and they say hello, and the next day you'd walk past him and you'd think you were invisible. <laughs> they they were they let their ire be known, and they were very good teachers. Yeah, back in the day, you got to, if you had a Jesuit education, Fordham University, Georgetown, things like that. Were they in Canisius Upstate too, Mike? Canisius University. Yep. the best the best Catholic college or Catholic college in America. There at Canisius, it used to be in it, but now it's just expensive and run by. Uh, Oh, light waffles. Finale, we call them Finale Hoppers. Finale <laughs> Hoppers. 
<laughs> As Jerry Allback would say, and he's not alive anymore, Finale Hoppers. He was great on Broadway. I, I really enjoyed watching him over the years because he would come out with these names and you say, oh, Jerry's so good. Hey, we're coming down to the last minute. We want to thank you for coming on America Out Loud Talk Radio. You're on with Dr. Michael Scheuer and Colonel Mike, and you're on the National Security Hour. We want to thank you for joining us again. It's always great to be with you, and we're happy to be back on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Don't forget, we're live. We're live 24 hours, but the National Security Hour is live 7 o'clock, Monday to Friday. Now, we're promoting our network, America Out Loud Talk Radio, but we're promoting the show we're on, the National Security Hour, because this is where you're going to get the meat and the potatoes. What else can you get with it? You get green beans, too. Side. You just got to get it as a side, I guess. All right. So don't forget, we're going to be back with you next week. We, we thank you for the time coming on and visiting with us and listening to what we got to say. And again, you could you could email us and comment. And if you uh, have any questions or whatever, we'll be happy to answer them. Again, we want to thank executive producer Mary Fanning for bringing us on. And thanks for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the harpoon in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. <laughs>